Welcome to episode nine of the Breaking Down Business podcast. Welcome to Breaking Down Business, a podcast produced on behalf of the Kent State College of Business Administration by adjunct marketing instructor and CEO of All Good Marketing, Christopher Barnett. In this series, we connect listeners to our experts who share the latest on high impact research and best practices in business. We bring relevant and timely business topics to you every other week. This is Breaking Down Business with your host, Chris Barnett. Welcome to the Breaking Down Business Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Barnett. On this episode, we hear from Amy Grinsowitz, PhD, Senior Instructional Designer at the College of Business Administration. Amy shares with us about the progress the college has made in seeking Quality Matters certification for online courses in an effort to provide high-quality instruction to students. Dr. Amy Grinsowitz is a full-time senior instructional designer focused on faculty development and the design of online courses. In addition, she serves as a Quality Matters Coordinator for the university and serves on the QM Ohio Consortium Executive Board as a course review manager. Amy, we're really glad to have you on Breaking Down Business Podcast. Thanks, Chris. I'm glad to be here today. Glad to have you here. Now, you've been an integral part of getting Quality Matters certification for business courses at Kent State University. What got you into instructional design? That's a great question. Um, When I was finishing up my master's degree, I wasn't sure where my path was taking me, wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but I had a deep interest in kind of looking at how students learn and trying to improve that specifically for science education. And so as I started looking at programs for science education and even technology, I came across this program called Instructional Design. And at the time, I didn't know much about instructional design, but it looked interesting. So before I enrolled in the program, I actually became an instructional design consultant and helped a faculty member on designing some video games um, focused on improving math skills in the primary grades. And so I was developing some math content for these video games. And then about a year into that research, I presented at the AECT Summer Research Symposium back in 2008, and my eyes were just open to what instructional design is and this great field that you can pretty much customize for whatever your interests are because the Instructional designers have a variety of backgrounds. And so just attending that research symposium, I got to hear about different instructional design um, pathways and research that a lot of individuals were doing and just became really excited. And that's when I decided to enroll in a PhD program. Uh, That's that that's I I can relate to that. I remember I got into marketing very much the same way. It wasn't until I attended a conference my senior year of undergrad that I was introduced to the idea of integrated marketing communication. I was like, I know that's what I want to do now. So how did so it sounds like there are a lot of pathways an instructional designer can take, but you were attracted to a certain path that you could that you could follow? Yeah, my path has always been um, like instructional design looks at 
like models and theories more on the student learning side. And then there's a technology side of instructional design. And for me, I was kind of more on the learning design and how we can use technology to support that design. And so I really started looking at um, universal design for learning and looking at universal design for learning to improve um, science education for students with learning disabilities. And that's where I kind of started. And then from researching that, then I started looking into, well, how do we design courses to be universal design friendly so that all students can learn and be engaged and get the most out of they can from the course. So then I started researching different models for developing online programs, which then led me into looking at blended programs as well, because I was um, I was working as an instructional designer focusing on building online graduate programs. And somehow this path then led me to mastery learning. So if we're looking at the learning outcomes in a course, how do we know that students have actually mastered those by the end? And then finally, kind of, you know, with my dissertation, I started looking at the engaging ways we can design accelerated courses. So taking what would be a three credit hour, 15 week course and condensing that down to, let's say, five weeks or eight weeks and still trying to cover the same amount of material, but wanting to get to that deep level of learning. So we're not just focusing on memorization and defining, we're having our students analyze and evaluate. And that's what we really want from our students when they're mastering those outcomes is to reach those deep levels of learning. Right, right. Very, very cool. Well, I find this fascinating. I'm sure that our listeners do too. And I could ask you a lot of questions and dive deeper into this area, but I need to reel myself back in <laughs> and, and focus on, on the university and, and your role here at Kent State. What, what led you to Kent State's uh, College of Business Administration? Well, back in um, 2014, I actually started working in the Office of Continuing Distance Education for Kent State. And a lot of my work there was focusing on helping to build um, the criminal justice program and also kind of still supporting my research. Um, During that time with the Office of Continuing Distance Education, one of my colleagues and I over there actually won two awards for some of the work we were doing. One being we took first place in um, a best practice for um, distance learning um, for a course that we created called Online Classroom Examples and Ideas, which is a showcase course for faculty to allow them to see some of the great things and get ideas for what they can do in their online courses. Um, And then we also, in that year, it was 2016, We also um, took second place in the Crystal Award for distance learning because we created a pathway for excellence for teaching online courses. And so I was only in um, OCDE for a couple years, um, but my skill set was pretty much outgrew the tasks that I was provided over there. um, And I needed a challenge, which my supervisor kind of honed in on that I like to be challenged. And around that, around um, 2016, 
Office of Continuing Distance Education was working with the College of Business because they were seeking to put their online or their MBA program online. And so it became this new challenge of Amy's outgrew her position as an instructional designer over here. Let's take Amy to the next level, move her over to business, promote her to a senior instructional designer, and give her some new challenges in putting together a fully online degree program. And the cool part of that was that the college wrote into the proposal for the MBA that they would seek quality matter certifications. And so that really led to my background um, with being involved with quality matters, being a master reviewer, a program reviewer, a facilitator of their workshops, really led it to be a good fit for me to kind of take my skill set and challenge me in this new way of helping a college create a fully online degree program um, that would then one day receive quality matter certification. So tell us what you're working on right now. Um, I'm working on a piece on mindfulness and self-regulation, which I think is really critical right now with the pandemic um, because mindfulness is very relaxing. And in my own teaching, I try to tell my students to participate in mindful activities. So I want to look at how we can actually design our courses that are being offered either remote or online so that we're keying in on that relaxation part on that mindful learning, as well as actually help the students with their own regulation of their learning. So really putting in those strategies that can help them improve. And then my last area that I'm looking at is all focused on program design. Right now in the literature, there's not a lot of literature on how we design fully online degree programs. And in creating um, online degree programs, I kind of have thoughts in my head of what that program should look like. Um, one being that there's a common theme, kind of like a common thread that weaves throughout the program so that all those courses connect, um, as well as other elements of consistency. Um, as a student, when I was an online student, I really liked the fact that all my courses had pretty much the same schedule of assignments where my discussions were due on Thursdays and Mondays and my assignments due on Monday because as a busy working individual, that really helped. And so I kind of want to start doing a lot more research into the program design and what makes students choose online programs so that we can make sure that the programs that we're creating for the College of Business really embrace what students are looking for. Excellent. Excellent. So this is fascinating. Now, how does Quality Matters fit into the work that you're doing right now? Well, Quality Matters is an international faculty-centric nonprofit organization focused on improving the design and certifying quality online courses as well as blended courses. For an online course to achieve the Quality Matters certification, it must meet a set of Quality Matters-based standards that have been proven to possibly impact the online learning experience for the student. And all these standards are based on the research. So the research that I'm doing can really help influence um, updates to what we call the Quality Matters rubric that all courses are um, certified with. 
And so the certification process includes both a peer review and a rubric review of their online course. And this review consists of experts, a subject matter expert in the field, as well as two other reviewers that have all taken additional training within QM to certify the courses. The faculty that have put their courses up for a QM review have received some really great feedback about ways to improve that course for the student experience. So it's a very collegial, a very collaborative process, which is all geared towards improving that quality for our students. And so business embraces that because we don't want to just create a program that, you know, students are just taking exams and getting a degree. We want to make sure that we're putting something very state-of-the-art out there to give us a competitive advantage. And QM does that. Not only is it, you know, a lot of institutions within the United States use Quality Matters, it's also an international organization now. Wonderful. So it it really serves to bolster the quality of education that the university is putting out. Uh, How else does quality matter matter to our students? Well, one of the big things with quality matters is that it really, it does focus on the student and what the student needs in a course in order to be successful. And so one of the foundations for QM is what we call alignment. And alignment is critical because alignment takes all those course components. So your assessments, your discussions, your readings, the videos, the screencasts, all of that content and your assessments that you're putting in the course, and it makes sure that it all aligns together. And so when you think about it, you know, earlier I had mentioned about converting a face-to-face class to online and that usually faculty just put in a bunch more readings. Well, if you're adding readings to a course, students want to know that that reading has a purpose. And so we spend a lot of time when we work on creating quality courses on making sure everything in the course works together and making that path very clear to the students so that they know when they get into the course, they know where they're starting and where they're ending and how everything flows together and works together because we don't want them doing busy work. We want everything to have a purpose. Right, absolutely. So when we first met, you said something interesting. It was learn, understand, and know are not measurable. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're laughing or you're smiling. How, how does that Im- apply to instructional design and why is that important? Well, learn, understand, and know being they're passive verbs, so they're difficult to measure. Um, during my very early years of an, being an instructional designer, I was working with one faculty member. And so we started working on creating that foundational design of their course. And so every time I sit down with a new faculty member to work on a new course, the first question I ask is, what do you want your students to do at the end of this course? Good statement. It's, you know, kind of the foundation of the course. So in this case, the faculty member looked at me and said, I want the students to learn the material. 
And I kind of said, <laughs> okay, that's a starting point. But how do you measure that the students learn the material? That's what makes learning passive. It's very difficult to measure. So as I started asking that question of, well, how will you know if they learned anything? The instructor started saying, oh, well, they'll be able to explain the difference between these two concepts, or they'll be able to evaluate the meaning of this data point. And I was like, okay, so you don't want the students to learn the material. You want them to explain different concepts. You want them to evaluate data. And he said, yeah, that's what I'm looking for in this class. I said, okay, well, those are our outcomes for the class because we can evaluate, we can assess whether or not a student can explain something or evaluate, analyze, identify, describe. Those are all very active verbs that would align very nicely to a different assessment type. When you, you use any of those three words of learn, understand, and know, they don't really align to an assessment because they're passive. We can't measure that. You can't measure what's going on in a person's head. You need to have them be able to do something with it. And you need to be able to quantify it on the back end. Exactly. What we've achieved. Ah, excellent. Very good. So it, it all comes full circle, right? <laughs> it does. And it really comes down to having the really good, very solid course outcomes that are measurable, because then all of your activities, your assessments can align to those, to those outcomes. Excellent. Very cool. Very, very cool. It makes so much sense. It's almost like a uh, an engineered process to, to deliver a, a quantifiable outcome at the end of the workflow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, so what what big things do you have going on right now with Quality Matters? So, the biggest task right now with Quality Matters is achieving online program design certification for a Masters of Business Administration program. This was what brought me to the college and from day 1 when I walked into the College of Business, I had this goal of achieving um, program design certification because it really does help support student learning. And so that was always my goal from the very start. Um, and so now it's finally achievable at this point because several of our courses are certified. The MBA received its first Quality Matter certified course in June of 2018. Currently, we have 12 certified courses within the MBA. We have one that's going to be wrapped up here by the end of this week. And then our last two courses are going to be certified probably within the next four weeks to five weeks. And so by the beginning of November, we will be able to go out for program design certification since we will have all of our core classes certified. That's amazing. And what, what an asset for the university to have that certification and how much more confident can students be in knowing they've chosen the right MBA program based on the outcome that will 
clearly be delivered, right? Well, and and the cool part of it is that we started looking at just program design certification. Now that we've kind of have this culture within the College of Quality Education, we're actually contemplating going up for the other program certifications of looking at learner success, learner support, as well as teacher support. And if we acquire all four of those certifications in a three-year period, we can actually become an exemplary program. So my goal initially was just to do program design certification, but then as we've started getting more and more faculty involved in the Quality Matters process, getting more excited about Quality Matters, we could actually obtain exemplary status. Ah, oh, that would be amazing. So you do like new challenges. <laughs> Always. It's, Always. It's, it's all for the student learning. Like way back when I was doing my undergrad work, one of my instructors, um, her name was Dr. Cardi. She had looked at me and said that I was made for great things. And I just didn't know what that was at the time. And then when I started getting into researching student learning and designing courses to help students of all different learning needs, I started going back and thinking about Dr. Cardi and I'm like, she was right. I was made for something bigger than just, you know, helping the students in my course. And this way I can help an entire program worth of students. Right. Absolutely. So you're reaching even more students than you probably ever expected that you would. Yeah. In addition to having all of the courses in the MBA quality certified, we also have a lot of innovative design going on in the courses to really set our MBA apart from all the others. In our MBA, we do a lot of different design elements. So we have courses that focus on personalized learning. And so there's going to be a larger assessment at the end of the course. And you get to customize what that project is based on the learning outcomes. We've got a lot of direct instruction. Um, so we've got our stellar business faculty bringing their expertise through their stories and their experiences and their video lectures, as well as the materials that they create. We have a lot of the courses include case cases um, that come from Harvard Business. And so you're going to learn how to analyze a business case. Um, we have some elements of gamification going on in our courses. A lot of the courses include collaborative learning. So in addition to just participating in a discussion board with your peers, there are some group projects as well as different elements where you're working with peers to kind of improve your own leadership skills. And then we also want to encourage reflective learning. So what you're learning in each course and how that learning grows throughout the program. Very cool. That sounds amazing. And it sounds like this program is positioned very competitively amongst other MBA programs. So how can students who are interested in an MBA program learn more? Well, you want to take you want to get enrolled in the MBA program at Kent State because we are breaking the mold on online education because our courses are they thrive on alignment 
engagement and accessibility. And as you find on the online MBA website, which is www.kent.edu slash business slash NBA, online MBA. There's a plethora of resources on there that talk about all of our classes that highlight the stellar work our faculty were doing. In addition, Kent State College of Business has an amazing graduate program staff that are here to provide you that individual guidance on what classes to take as well as information on the program. Wonderful. Very good. Well, we hope that all of you come and check that out and learn what you can come away with from Kent State University's College of Business Administration with the online MBA program. Thank you so much, Amy, for being here today. This was a a wonderful discussion. Um, May have to have you back on because there are so many areas I'm curious about, and I'm sure our listeners are too. Thanks, Chris. There is so much to wrap into a short time frame. And so I'd be honored to come back and talk about any one of the elements that really makes the MBA program stand out from the rest. Super. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. We'll see you at Kent State. Go Flashes. Thank you for listening to this episode of Breaking Down Business. For more information on Kent State's Quality Matters Certified Online MBA, visit kent.edu forward slash business forward slash online MBA. Thank you for joining us for Breaking Down Business, brought to you by the Kent State College of Business Administration, offering 10 undergraduate majors, online and in-person MBA programs, and a comprehensive PhD program. Learn more about the many ways to pursue a business education at Kent State at kent.edu forward slash business.